everybody welcome once again to deep tunes audio this is episode 7 of deep tunes of light this is a very wonderful episode we have been going on with sorry series so today's topic or question is what can dim my light last time we learned about how to grow our light this time around we want to learn about what can dim it so what can reduce the length of your light and here with us we have someone very special also whose name is Sandu Covenant <laughs> yes so Sir Covenant came here again so he's going to be taking us another round of what can dim our light please pay attention all right, praise God, people of God. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think I'm becoming more familiar to this. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So um, we're dealing with what can dim my light. What can dim my light? Well, well, well. If you if you listen to the the past podcast where um, we, we we spoke about light, just like fire, and I want us to continue in that light. Yeah. So. Seeing the fire as the light of God, uh-huh. so you you the things that can quench fire. There are a lot of things that can quench fire, and so we start from using fire. You start from something like things like water, things like fire extinguisher. Fuel ignites fire, but water doesn't. Water quenches it. Yeah. So the first thing that the first thing that is very very crucial, which is very very crucial to believers, is deception and discouragement. Deception and discouragement. If we go back to the story of Adam and Eve, how Eve got got to fall was because she was deceived. Eve was deceived, and so for that reason, he, she just she she obeyed the serpent. And then if you go down to Cain and Abel, Cain was discouraged when she when he saw that God was pleased with Abel's uh, offering and not pleased with his own. So you know um, sometimes we can do things for God and then. Maybe because God did not respond in a particular way that we are expecting, you know, we just become discouraged and not want to follow him again. And that was what happened for Cain. From from that discouragement, even God had to speak to him to tell him, why is your countenance shifted? I mean, if you had done the right thing, I would be happy with you. And then for Cain, that was, <laughs> it was like a stagger. It was like a, a, a dagger to his heart. So that was why he killed his brother. He was, he, was, he was discouraged. So discouragement and deception. Discouragement can come in the form of worries of life. It can come in the form of disappointments. Yeah. Things did not go the way you should. Maybe as a student, other people are getting A's and then you failed the course. And when you know that actually you read well and you were not supposed to fail that course and then the people that don't really take God seriously or the unbelievers in your class are smashing. And you feel discouraged. You feel like, oh my God, is wasting my time. Oh, that's, that's what the devil uses to to quench our light. That's what the devil uses to quench our light. So, and that discouragement too, Jesus said the light cannot be hidden in the bushel. So, what that discouragement does is to hide you. That discouragement does is to hide you. And then that's where we go to our second point, isolation. Isolation. When you are hidden from the virgin, your light can, no matter how bright it is, as long as that light has been covered, it cannot do anything. So, that's, that's another thing. Do not forsake the garden of the virgin. When you, when you have been discouraged so much that you are like, okay, what's the point of even going to the church in the first place? What's the point of praying? Since they say that the Holy Spirit is our advantage and I'm not experiencing that advantage, there's no point coming again. I want to hear again. That's why at, at some point, if, if, you, if you really check back to those points where maybe you, you backslid and I had to ask God for me, at the point, even the message of the gospel became irritating to you because you have isolated yourself so much 
from the gospel, it no longer makes sense. You don't want to be around it anymore. You don't want to hear it. You become, we become more and more stiff-necked. You become more and more stiff-necked. And that was the major problem for the Israelites. For the Israelites, whenever Moses was around, they would worship God. But just 40 days that Moses just left them, for just 40 days, they were isolated from that whole presence and that whole dignity. And then, before you know it, they have already made um, a golden calf. And note, before then, Moses had already come down and his face was shining. And they were the ones begging him to cover his face. <laughs> so when they were isolated, they, they started looking for something else to do. The idol man is the devil's workshop. So it's very, it's very, very important that we don't hide ourselves from God. And I'm going to refer back to Adam again. When they sinned, Adam did not, Adam hid himself from God. I mean, he could have just come back to God and just opened up and say, okay, God, this is what happened. I'm sorry, you know. But then he hid himself from God. The devil always wants us to hide ourselves from God, from the brethren. He wants us to feel so guilty and unworthy. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, you keep hiding yourself from the brethren. You say, no, God cannot forgive me. No. And then you start giving yourself justification. You start giving yourself justification. Justification like, ah, me that, that just sinned this small sin. Look at this over that are inside this church. They sin, they are sinning this big one. So... What's the point of me coming there? If I come there self, I'll be holier than them. So all those things are, t- are, are discouragements and excuses that the devil uses to isolate us. Yeah. And then the third one is, at that point, as you're saying that, and the devil starts removing those sparks. Just like the way fire, fire needs firewood to burn, the devil starts removing your fire, yeah. or firewood, one by one, bit by bit. And that thing will come in, the, it will first attack your personal life. Day one, you skip, you skip reading Bible. Day two, you skip it. Day three, you skip it. Day four, uh, you stop praying. Maybe you used to uh, next, your next prayer will now be uh, you wake up and say uh, thank you Jesus and you stand up. The next day you say thank you Jesus, you stand up. The third day you will not even say anything and you stand. And before you know it, your life is now perfectly normal. You know, you know, you now perfectly live a normal life without you know. Maybe your Bible, you never know where you kept your Bible again, and it's not really, it's not really something that bothers you anymore. Because those that firewood has now been removed gradually, gradually. It's come to that point where there is nothing remaining again. There is actually nothing remaining again. And then that's where you are now totally available and very useful for the devil. Because the devil has taken away your sparks. Yeah. So you see where it started from? It started from, from deceptions. Deceptions can come as form of in form of false doctrines and false knowledges. Yeah. Or following the wisdom of the world. Or discouragement such that trials and detentions kind of over, overwhelmed you yeah. and then instead of running back to God in sincerity you hid away isolation coming into place you hid away from God and then from hiding away from God you start justifying your sin and start hiding from the brethren because you feel like you know it's no longer making sense and then the third place is now when it now attacks your personal life attacks remove all these packs such that there is nothing wrong with sin anymore and you just sin because you know you want to sin and that's why you find it more common with quote unquote unbelievers in the place where I mean now if you look around in your neck there is no non-Christian per se. Is that you're a Christian or a Muslim? And those Christians are people that you know do all sorts of things. You see them going to clubs, you see them you know doing this and doing that. Those people who go to church you they know the world they have been there but because all those parts have been removed there is nothing there is nothing at that point there's nothing that can touch them. The Bible says it's harder to bring those that have once tested of the goodness of God back to the faith. It's actually, it's almost impossible to bring them back. Uh, so don't let yourself get to that point. Don't let your time <laughs> dim to that point. Whenever you just please run back to God, yeah. there is nobody that he cannot forgive and there is nothing that you have done 
that God cannot forgive you. He will forgive you and make you stronger. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, there's another thing that just came to my mind when you were speaking. What about love? When your love for God wax cold, does that also affect your light? Oh, yes, 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 it does. Um, that was why I mentioned something about isolation. Mm. What isolation, and that's an isolation, does even if you remember when I said that the Israelites were stiff necked people, yeah, isolation makes you become more stubborn, mm. isolation makes you become more wicked. It's you know, stiffens your heart, and that's why when God was speaking to the Israelites in the Old Testament, He said, I will give you a new heart, mm. uh, I will remove the heart of stone and give you a new heart mm-hmm. of flesh, yes. so it will definitely dim your light. Isolation will make you stubborn and make you hate the people of God. Not just the people of God, it will make you become more selfish and you see yourself becoming like every other regular human being that does not know God. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Wow, that was very, very beautiful. Ah! So just know that one way, one big catalyst I saw in this was discouragement. See, believers that have their lives and their feet stayed in God, they won't be easily discouraged by the enemy. But when you lose your footing, that's when discouragement comes and everything follows. It's like a ripple effect. Okay? Hope you've learned something. Just if you know this cardinal point that can actually decrease and dim your light, avoid it and go towards the light. That way you can never be found wanting in the place of light. So on this point, on this note, we are going to be saying goodbye for now. Okay? So till we see you next time. Bye. God bless you. Bye-bye.